Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 136. Julian Perrier is on the show, and you may be asking, who is that? Well, he is the owner of PRMX team. They're a Kawasaki team. Uh, Kay Clayson, Cartwright, Carnow did a really good job with those guys this year. And I wanted to find out a little bit of behind the curtain about how that works as a team owner, what, 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 how much he spends, What's he left with? How does he hire riders, sponsors? You know, uh, he does the Canadian series in the summer. He does the U.S. Supercrosses. So it's an interesting program, and it's a, definitely different from what we see out there in the sport. So it was really nice to connect with Julie and, and talk about uh, everything on his end of things. And, and simply, the big question is, why the hell does he do it, right? FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Our buddy Phil, his brother-in-law, and Enzo Lopez. Uh, many riders wearing FXR Racing out there. Brock Tickle, absolutely crushing it with FXR this past summer. So Pulpamex 20. Is the code to save? No, Pulpmex30 is the code to save with FXRRacing.com. Get the latest 2021 stuff is out now, and uh, those guys do a good job. I, I, I sent Andy White at, over there at FXR a text. I thought Tickle stuff, the gray and blue stuff, looked really, really good this summer, amongst other stuff. So uh, they got snow stuff, of course. They've got casual wear. They got moto stuff. FXRRacing.com for more information. Go there. Use the code and save with those guys. Thanks to the folks at Race Tech Pulp20. Is the code to save you with suspension work and motor work over there at Racetech, Racetech.com. Uh, they've been around for, geez, uh, 30 years now, 40 years, and they certainly know how a motorcycle works, whether it's two-stroke, whether it's four-stroke. They've got you dialed in, so thanks to those guys. Namira Pistons as well. A-Ray using Namira Pistons from two wheels to four from Weekend Warriors to top athletes. Namira's advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, they're giving away a little KTM 50, or they were a little while ago. So visit them online at Namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Firepower oil, firepower batteries, firepower chains, all on board with us. Firepowerparts.com for more information on that. And the uh, PRMX team uses firepower each and every weekend out there. So, Also, thanks to the folks at Maxxis Tires, um, Rod Bell, Ray, Smith, Catanzaro uh, using Maxxis tires out there, whether it's the uh, UTV tires, the mountain bike tires, or the dirt bike tires that McGrath developed and worked on. Uh, please check them out, Maxxis.com, for more information on that stuff. So thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And here's Julian Perrier. And now on the Race Tech Suspension FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast, number 136, a little different angle uh, talking to somebody who actually owns a privateer team and employs some of the privateers that we've had on this very podcast. And I want to talk to him about that and what it's like uh, being an owner and why he's doing it and everything else. Uh, so welcome to the show, Julian Perrier. How are you, man? I'm very good. Yourself? How's I'm good. Th thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, so basically, I guess you're the owner of PRMX. It's a Canadian-based team. You race U.S. Supercross. And you do the Canadian Nationals. It's uh, one of a kind, really. It's it's pretty pretty rare. Um, what's your background in the sport? Let's start with that. Oh, my background in the sport. Oh, we'll get into this. Um, <laughs> I always enjoyed like dirt bikes and you know anything that had an engine when I was uh, mm -hmm. a little boy and uh, didn't have much much money to do anything of that. And uh, as I you know went a little bit older, started to be able to to work and get a little bit of money actually starting racing quads okay <laughs> so yeah i know there's a big discussion on pulp about the uh, quad racers but uh but you're from yeah. you're from uh the french montreal. part you're from montreal yeah. and dude f racing quads racing buggies racing dirt bikes it's a huge racing. province for racing absolutely racing period everything's you know everything's pretty big here with uh with dirt bikes with andrew cross motocross uh quads were big at one point and then you you saw those nice little 
cars at Olympic Stadium last yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the buggies. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I started racing a little bit in the quads, and as I grew older, I kind of stopped for a little bit to, you know, focused on working and went into the car business and mm-hmm. started making a little bit more money. And then I just bought myself a dirt bike and went went practicing a little bit of racing a little bit of woods racing also i really enjoyed it and at one point i was like you know what i suck at this like i'm not i'm never going to be good like i'd enjoy it it's fun but let's let's put some some faster riders yeah. on on the program and <laughs> uh-huh. let, let's build a team sure and that's how it started pretty much it started pretty shitty you know and we have to start somewhere yeah so. yeah but uh yeah that's how it that's how it happened i just enjoyed dirt bikes or anything that has a motor so that's how i did it wow yeah that's pretty cool um because as i say in racing if you want to make a million dollars start with two right that's the, that's the that's the biggest pretty thing much. so <laughs> i i started with four hundred dollars yeah so <laughs> but no i mean i just made my way up i used to race tms mm-hmm. on the team back in canada i tried that it was not that good <laughs> right uh, but you know you make mistakes you grow you get to meet people mm-hmm. some people like you some people don't and then you just every year you try something different and i had a, the opportunity to have a good job i was very good at what i was doing uh-huh. so i was able to fund myself into racing just because i liked it yeah and uh, that that was in the start but you know as the year comes it, it gets better actually because if it wouldn't be better every year i wouldn't Right, right. Yeah, that, that's kind of it, right? You want to, you want to slowly grow. You don't want to grow too much because then you have funding issues or broken promises when you say you when you can't do things that you say you can. So, yeah, I've always thought just kind of grow slowly, right? Every year. Yeah, that was my uh, my goal, and it still is. That's my vision about my team is every year trying to upgrade something. Uh, it's, if it's either more more bikes or more parts or bigger mm-hmm. setup or nicer whatever right because uh, i never wanted to be that guy that shows up with a semi and everything and just fold in a year because that's what people like to watch they like like normal listeners or people that watch dirt bikes or whatever they'll they like to see people fail and that's what strives me to do it you know, I'd like, I like to shut the people, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you, oh, you, oh, you know, that team, that PRMX, yeah, they'll last about a year or two. Yeah. Uh, started in 2010. So. Right. Right. <laughs> and, well, and then also too, when you hit up an OEM like Yamaha or Cowie or whatever, and you, you come up to them and you're like, Hey, I, you know, I got a team and I need some support. I need bikes and parts. Dude, they've seen these teams come and go so fast, so quick. A lot of times they end up with their bikes and parts and just gone missing after a year. So, you know, yep. you have to be around. You have to be representing them. You have to be in the pits. You have to be there. Hey, it's it's a new year. I'm back again. You know, and that's how you gain the trust of these guys that, that are in position to to support teams like yours. So, you know, yep. yeah, that's how it works. It's it's a very long process, way longer than people think. Right, right. Like I've, I've been with Cowie for almost five years, I think, mm-hmm. and I still do not get Cowie support directly. I get it through dealers. Right, right. And it's still like we're still a decent sized team. Mm-hmm. We make some mains. We podium in the Supercross portion in Canada, top five in the 450 class with Cartwright. Yeah. It's like, all right, you can have yourself a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, though, Cowie, for whatever reason, they're. If you look around the U.S. pits, I mean, they they have no secondary team. There's a Moto Concepts Honda, there's a, a Rocky Mountain KTM, um, you know, there's there's uh, uh, different Yamaha teams. 
But, dude, the, the green guys don't seem to be willing or wanting to support the smaller teams. And I'm not condemning them, right or wrong. It's their no, deal. No, no, but, yeah, yeah but they, they are not big on that. They're just like, hey, we got Adam Cien, Cirillo, and Eli Tomac, and we're going racing. You know? Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. It, it, you're right on that point, and it's not like deny, not denying, but not bashing on them or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's have just, good product. They have a good uh, contingency program for right. riders and stuff. Like, everything's good, but it would just be cool to have just, a, just yeah. a little something, you know? Yeah, they do pay night show for guys, which is great. That's awesome. So we need to... It's need Yeah, to it sure, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I would transfer it to more bonus in the main, but that's just me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, So you had Cade Clayson, and he was the big winner of the privateer LCQ challenge, which is awesome for him, but that also means that he didn't make many mains and he made zero. <laughs> so, exactly. uh, yeah, congrats to Cade. But for you, uh, you'd like, probably like to see him in more main events. I have to, yeah. That, that's what uh, our phone call was about uh, two weeks ago. And, like, I can't, um, I can't support, like, a rider like Cade or Josh as much as I want to if they're not in the main. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy, you know, right? It's yeah, like, it's easy to easy to say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's tough to say it because they're everyone's cool. I like Kate. I like all my writers, like Josh and and Logan for for so many years. And it's just like I wish I could do more, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like put it in the main, and then you'll get a big check. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Because I mean, that's what they. That's what other teams are looking. That's what people who support you are looking for. You're you're just one yep, exactly. or, or Cowie or whoever. Uh, you had Josh yeah. Cartwright, like you mentioned, uh, Logan Carnow on the team. Carnot took a big step up. I've done one of these with him. I've gotten to know him a little bit. And yeah. I, I'm guessing you met him when he was up there doing these arena crosses, which, which he told me about one time up in Quebec. Uh, no, actually, I brought him to do all those. Oh, you did? Cross. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got introduced in 2014 or 15, if I remember correctly, from a, a motor builder, TLR. Yep. And I, I called Todd. I'm like, Todd, I'd just like to do like a couple of Supercross and support someone. He's like, yeah, Logan Carno. I'm like, okay. So I hit up Logan, yep. put my graphics on his bike, pays his entries, and went wrenching for him <laughs> for a weekend. Yeah. And then we just stuck together for since since now. And I brought him to Canada to do the those arena cross. We did a couple nationals. And he yeah. actually was pretty good outdoors. And then, you know, every year was better for him and for me. So it, it's a, it was a win-win to have him on board. and. Last year he did very very good. Yeah, he really stepped up. He's a funny kid. He's 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 pretty pretty uh, outgoing guy. And uh, yeah, man, he he really stepped up this year. He got he got really really good. You had to be stoked to that. Yeah, I was super happy. I'm that guy that's always wanting a little bit more because mm-hmm. he's so talented on a dirt bike. And I'm like, you're making mains every night, so let's let's creep up to the top ten and stuff. So. It's it, it was a fun year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and Cartwright, how did you meet Josh Cartwright? He's uh, a kid. We I've talked to him as well for one of these uh, Florida kid uh, going to college. Um, good, good rider. Yeah. How'd you meet him? I mean, I've met Josh. I think through uh, Logan a little bit, but mm-hmm. every year I saw him in, in the pits and he's you know talking to him and stuff. And every year was like, all right, I want to I want to do something with you and then it never really happened mm-hmm. i didn't have whatever support i needed to to have extra guys and stuff and um last last year everything came together and yeah we just it's been two years with me mm-hmm. for now so. yeah um what did you uh you, obviously look you've got just one as your your title sponsor for this year you had them uh that i imagine they're, they're a big part of your program um could you just stay up in canada and do that series obviously 
things are in flux with that series right now with Rockstar pulling out. But, you know, they had Arena Cross. They had the motor in a non-COVID year. They have Arena Cross. They have yeah. Nationals. They have Supercross. You could choose to just stay up there and do that. Do you do you get some more money for doing the U.S. Supercross stuff? Do you Is it just a desire of yours to do it? I can't imagine, you know, it's cheaper for you to do it. That's for sure. Uh surprisingly it's cheaper for me to do us is it really uh, yep yep it is i mean uh my sponsors and stuff like wassner pistons uh use i mean everyone's great and mm-hmm. everyone's helping as much as they can and like if i throw in canada in there they're like yeah okay yeah. you know <laughs> right right eh, cool but are you going to do supercross i'm yeah. like yes oh okay we're in yeah yeah so yeah, like, yeah i use everything i can do from supercross and then get a little bit budget to to do the Canadian Nationals. But if I was just going to do Canada, I right. wouldn't be able to. Oh, okay, interesting. See, I was thinking it was yeah. your funding was going to be the uh, mostly Canadian stuff and mostly, you know, doing that and then you you end up doing the US on the side, but no, it's it's that's what these sponsors want. Supercross. Yeah, yeah, Supercross. Uh Namura Pistons, Maxis tires and uh folks at Firepower all on board with this show as well. You guys use Firepower, don't you? you use the the batteries and chains? Yeah. Yep. Uh, ba- ba- batteries, chains and yeah, they've been great with us uh last year and we're trying to work a deal for next year also. That would be nice. Awesome. Uh we're over 50 years experience in the industry. Firepower commits to quality, value and service for your machine. Firepower offers chains made in Japan. Featherlight lithium batteries and oil to stand the test of power sports vehicle. The all-new motor oil was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer. And it's of the highest quality. They offer standard mineral oil all the way to ester-fortified full synthetic racing oil blended in the USA. Firepowerparts.com. Namira Pistons as well. Since 2001, Namira has been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model. From two wheels to four, uh, they've got you covered. Uh, their advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Namira.com. Uh, they also got a whole new personal watercraft line. And, of course, the folks at Maxxis Tires, A-Ray, and uh, others uh, like Rod Bell, Jeremy Smith, using Maxxis Tires out there uh, out the, for the U.S. Nationals, U.S. Supercrosses, doing well with the Maxxis folks. UTV Tires, Mountain Bike Tires, Dirt Bike Tires, Maxxis will have you covered. So thanks to those guys for coming on board with this show. Julian Perrier on the uh, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Um, so, look. We've been covering this on the Pulp Show every week, Julian. There's yep. so many guys that need rides. There's obviously Geico just folded. All this stuff. I, I can't imagine a guy like you. Like you, you don't pay the big salary, but you take people racing and you give them an opportunity to earn purse money and contingency and everything else. I can't imagine how many people have been hitting you up for rides for for 2021. It must be insane. Uh, it's been the most busy year on that side for sure. Like people that you normally wouldn't think that would reach out to a like a team my size and stuff yeah they're like hey man you have something going up for next year <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, oh look who's calling you yeah it's like, yeah yeah it, it's fun it's cool i mean it's not fun for the industry and for the guys and stuff i understand it but yep. it's fun for for a guy like me that you know i'm doing it alone and i'm doing my program and stuff and having like like better not better because it's mean but like faster guys hitting me up and yeah. you know seeing maybe if they have some a shot at having a spot that's pretty cool right I like no i know and so how do you decide that kind of stuff do you obviously in this day and age riders who bring sponsors are are welcome uh, uh that might be a criteria uh your friendship with you know Cade and 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 carnow and cartwright uh i imagine you get along well with them so you know how they work do you do you not care if the guy is an axe murderer, but he can make a main event? Like, what's your personal sort of checklist for getting guys on your team? 
<clears throat> well, this year I changed a little bit of what I'm looking for since I already have my two 450 guys and I have some spots open on the 250, whatever coast we mix it up or because the schedule is not out, but what we're hearing, it's mainly going to be like more on the East Coast anyway. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking more of a flashy rider that's going to, you know, pull a old shot, lead a couple laps and just give me some flash on the track and right. some flash on TV for the sponsor and stuff. I need to get the team more uh, media attention. That's what I'm looking for right now as a rider. Right. And, you know, there's some very good, consistent rider. I'm, I have the spreadsheet here. Like riders, they, they have main events every weekend mm -hmm. around, you know, 11 to 16th. They never do something wrong, but they always, you know, yeah. I, I, I'd rather have a guy that's going to crack it. Sixth or fifth, and then just all shot and crash his brains out. Yeah, and then give me that spotlight for a little bit. You know? Yeah, no, that, that, I, that's, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Well, hopefully, crash and be okay though. Let's let's let's, yeah, let's make exactly. sure we know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, man. Uh, uh, there's something to be said for that. I, I mentioned that to Mumford on our show a couple weeks ago. Like he was so steady. And he was a rookie, and he rode like a veteran. But, man, you barely noticed him because he didn't get a start. He didn't show blazing speed. And, and he agreed with that, you know, because there is something to that for sure. So, yeah, it's quiet. Yeah, yeah. As a team owner, that's all the stuff that you gotta you got to take into account and everything else. Um, yeah. What's it like? Uh, obviously, look, the, the, the multi-million dollar budgets of the OEMs at Supercrosses, you know, they, they get a lot of good treatment. They get a lot of good parking spots, everything else. For you, uh, as a smaller rig, dealing with Dave, uh, dealing with Mui and everybody at Supercross, as well as trying to get parking spots, how do they, how do you feel that they, you get treated as a small team owner? Do you like it? Is there good communication? Do you wish there was more? All that kind of stuff? I mean, uh, communication is okay. I mean, I I don't have any issues with Mike or and all the guys at, at Feld and AMA and whatnot. Um, I mean... Yes, I would like to have a parking spot closer. You know, uh, we have a semi, we have the full awning, uh, we have nice toolboxes. You know, it's like, uh, but I understand the game also. You know, for yep. parking spots and and whatever. And but uh, I would I would say it's getting better every year mm -hmm. anyway. Because mm -hmm. you know they're like before it's like oh are you going to be there this year now it's like. Uh, you're going to be there. Like, yeah. they know I'll be there. If I do, don't do a big announcement that I'm, you know, shutting the team down, everyone knows I'll be there. Yeah. So, you know, slowly but steady, a bit like we mentioned a bit earlier. Um, this year also, 2021, I'll have a full semi-trailer, like the, oh, yeah? the full, 50, okay. full yeah, 53 yeah. tractor truck. Everything's going to be on par with, I can park it beside any, any rig. Of course, it's going to be a bit older. Uh, but just step a couple of feet back and you won't see anything. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's cool. That's a good step up for you, for sure. Yeah, we'll have uh, Starbucks coffee for you. Oh, yeah, thanks. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, that's a big deal for, for me, obviously. Are you going to ride Cowies again? Is that locked in? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, locked in. Okay. Yeah. And do we have Cade, Carnell, and Cartwright coming back? What do we know for sure? I know uh, we just agreed, uh, me and Cade, uh, Josh, Cartwright, um, Carno, uh, I'm not 100% sure what's going on. I okay. know he has some offers and stuff, so yep. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna be pissed if anything happens. We've been together five years, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes change is good for both sides, so, yeah. you know, that that's fine. Um, 
Dakota Alex is for sure on board, and Justin Thompson uh, also, the guy that lost his boots Yeah. in uh, Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he got injured really bad last year. In, uh, he's from South Africa, right? He's, he's from South Africa? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's going to be your team right now? Yeah, I'm, I have two spots available. Okay. So Carnell, did you did you fire him or find him for the uh, topless chick pick on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's awesome. No, that was great. I, I just told him, like, uh, take a picture from the other side so we can actually enjoy the same view. Yeah, that yeah. Didn't happen, so. I know. But no, Bastard. no, no. I like Logan. Right. I like his Instagram. Like, he's, a, he's like, goofy and stuff. And, like, uh-huh. that's why he has a lot of followers also. Right. Uh, FXR Racing. Use the code PulpMX30 is the code to save with FXRRacing.com. Of course, the snow stuff is out now. It's uh, late October when we do this, so you can uh, get some snow stuff, the moto stuff. Guys like Phil Nicoletti, Enzo Lopes, the uh, Club MX guys running FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers, and uh, the folks at Racetech as well. Give your bike some love. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done with the folks at Racetech. Pulp 20 is the code to save with them. They'll dial you in uh, for whatever you need for your bike as well. They do great work, of course, in supporting a lot of supercross racers and motocross racers out there. So, um, Julian, for you, uh, the Canadian stuff, um, the Supercross series this year, obviously it was all at Gopher Dunes. COVID, COVID hit the series, and it was all at Gopher Dunes. And the motocross series looked like it was uh, – I think it was six rounds, and five of them looked like just mud ass, uh, muddy races. Not a, God. not a banner year in Canadian racing, and not all due to the to the Jetworks guys either. I'm just saying circumstances. No, no, no. Circumstances were just. It didn't look like a lot of fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, props to Jetworks. I mean, they made it happen regardless. Like we cannot control the weather and yeah. the rain and stuff. But it was a shitty year all around. Like it's just mm-hmm. mud. And then more mud, and then I'll just, I'll just do a little bit more mud. Yeah, yeah. And then we finally leave the mud. We go to Sandy Lee, and they're like, "Oh, let's do a little bit more mud." I'm like, "God damn it!" Yeah. You know, it's like so hard on on bikes, on equipment, mm-hmm. on, like the, me, my mechanic, the rider, everything just gets destroyed. And it's like, yes, it's a COVID year. There's no support. Like the OEMs don't give a crap if we're there or not. The sponsors do not. They don't care if we're racing Canada or not. Yeah. And it's like, all right, why? Like, at one point, I was talking to Josh. I'm like, why are we here? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's like, like, oh, I know. I'm like, I'm not bringing a semi next weekend. He's like, no, don't bring it. Just bring a tent. I'm like, fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, right? Like, God, it just was so, did not look like fun at all. And now Rockstar's pulling out. What's the latest that you hear for for the Jetworks guys and what they want to do and what's going to happen? I heard Rockstar got bought by pepsi yeah if that makes any sense yeah. and i'm not sure if they're fully out of the triple crown portion or whatever's going to happen there mm-hmm. uh when i last talked to justin he they want to do a uh, an outdoor and indoor so no ax no sx it's going to be called the indoor portion because we all know that sx is ax yeah so it's like so that's cool i like it uh um, whatever happens happens i mean uh obviously we all want things to go back to normal with fans and being able to sell some you know advertising for the sponsors and Mm -hmm. stuff uh but i think if some guys can pull it off in canada it will be them yeah because i mean you you know the guys yeah yeah, we open, I, I know like Galdi and all these guys and they, they work hard to make the sport 
you know, what it is right now with all the conditions that we have with COVID and yep. restrictions and being quiet, don't park too much vehicle close to the road. And right. Don't stay too close to people. And I, I mean, it. you have to understand it and you have to deal with it at one point or just stay home. Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree. I feel I feel bad for those guys. I hope we can all come together. Does the late the lateness of this like so we're probably going to start Supercross mid January. It seems like um, you know the Canadian stuff just wrapped up not that long ago. Does this hurt hurt you or help you for for planning for next year? Does it put you behind the eight ball? Does it take away some vacation time for you? What's it like with being so late in the year? Uh, I mean, it's a bit like when we went to Salt Lake. I'm just trying to be ready for a one. You know, which is we know that there's probably not going to be an A1 on January 1st or 2nd or 3rd. Yep. But the goal is to be ready for that date anyway. Uh, whenever it starts, I just want to try to be ready before. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the, 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 the problem is we don't have a schedule yet. And even if we have the schedule next week, then it's going to be like carnage we're gonna call every sponsor everyone's <laughs> gonna be on the phone everyone's gonna be sending emails with yeah. their media pack with everything it's like oh yeah we got finally got the schedule we're yeah. traveling there we're doing that and whatever and yeah that's the tough part of it mm-hmm. but everything else i've got to say went pretty smoothly the i think we're going to be in some of these rounds we're going to be three three rounds in one week in the same city it sounds like does that uh, help your costs or hurt your costs? Well, I mean, you know, one hand you're, you know, you're putting up guys for five nights or seven nights in a hotel. Um, on the other hand, you're, you know, I imagine during the week you don't pay your guys, you know, expenses and all that, but now you will because they're on the road. Um, so I don't know how that balances out, if at all. Is it better or worse for you that way? I honestly think it's balanced. Yeah. I mean, we stayed one month in Salt Lake and it costs me as much as we were traveling. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. like, I pay the way I do with my my mechanics and stuff. I pay I pay for a weekend. Yep. But per now race, we yeah. had yep. seven race in a week, and I'm like, oh, well, that's <laughs> like seven weekends. So it's, it's yeah. the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was good. I mean, I I do not really, not that I don't care, but I mean, whatever happens, I'll be happy to be there. Right. And if if we have a race on a Wednesday, I mean. It's going to be cool. We'll be there on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we'll try to be smiling and put everyone in the main and do some good results. Um, the only thing that will suffer for it, which I don't know yet, is uh, I think it's the fans. Like, yeah. I don't know if we're we're supposed to be allowed a certain amount of fans. I think we will be, yeah. I think we will. We will see this weekend with Monster Jam in, in the AT&T Stadium. Uh, you can go online and buy tickets right now for yep. the Monster Jam. Yep. So, I mean, I see fans, but I see fans on the Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Who's going to come to? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's yep. there's hockey games, you know. We're from Canada. We we watch and played, and, and it's like, yeah, there's hockey games on the weeknight, but I think Supercross is more like a show on a Saturday other than a, a series that people follow, like, hockey or baseball or something but that's just my opinion yeah yeah no uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure for you do you i mean look we just talked about you know you're you're successful in your business so you're able to go racing and you have some you know you have some great sponsors that help you along the way are you able to pay yourself something at the end of the year are you are you dipping into your 
you know, your own money to, to balance everything out at the end of the year? Are you able to, you know, obviously, look, it's not enough for the hours you spend on the race team. I'm sure about that. But are you able to, to put some money away for yourself at the end of a year? No, not not as of now. No. It's it's a work in progress. Right, right. Every, no, year, sure. every year I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be able to, you know, maybe keep a little 5 or 10K or something yep. just to spoil myself because uh, my, my wife, she's involved at a high level that people don't know she helps me out with funds sometimes and you know like yeah she's she's been behind me even if she doesn't really like racing that much <laughs> but you know she's like all yeah. right well that's what you that's what you like so you know she's, she's super super supportive of, of, about it but uh no i mean last year i was on track of going maybe over like maybe making a little bit and then covid happened and we had to stay one month in uh in utah and that cost that cost a lot more than i thought right you're eating more at the restaurants we yeah. got the hotel yeah we tried to find airbnbs but nothing was big enough everyone had other plans this guy wanted to go there that the other guy wanted to go there <laughs> i'm like you guys just yeah. figure it out yeah. i'm going to the hotel right do you do you have a problem with mechanics? Uh, do you find Canadian guys? Do you find American guys? Do you have a uh, look? Like I started out on a, on a team, you know, just kind of like yours. In 1996, I was paid 300 dollars a race, and I had to live on that, and you know, all during the week and everything else. So, I understand what it's like, and it's a good spot to get your reps in and to learn and to make connections, and maybe one day be a factory guy. I mean, I know uh, Ken Roxon's guy started out on a low level also, so this stuff is where everybody starts. So for you, trying to find a guy, how much do you have a couple guys that you have been with you? Do you struggle to find guys? Uh, how does that go for you? Uh, uh, it's average. I mean, I have uh, Fred, my mechanic, that was uh, Kate's mechanic. He does a lot. Like, he helps with engine building. He helps with framing bikes. And I do a lot myself also. Yep. And we kind of work together a lot, me and Fred. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we send them uh, to Colorado to, to help Kate and whatnot. And... Uh, I do not struggle to get some help. The struggle is just to get someone that deserves the money that they want with the skills that they have sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, like I look at, at some guys, I'm like, yeah, you should be paying me to be working right now. <laughs> and there's some guys I'm like, man, I'm like, like Fred. I mean, like Fred, I, I'd like to pay you more, but yeah. you know. Yeah, he's like so. He's good mechanic. He's good spirit. You know, he cleans up and like helps out on everything. But no, I mean, it. I think it's just a, a balance in between getting, you know, some. You you have that race mechanic, and then you have that guy that brings a guy to the to the gate. Yeah, you know, and yeah. comes back, and then can you know do some clicker yeah, basic yeah. stuff. Yep. And those those guys are not that hard to find. Like it's hard to find a Fred. If you want to say it like that, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, good thing we 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 got a Fred and he's with us next year. And I actually found a good mechanic also from uh, Manitoba, and uh, he he was with us for a month in uh, in Utah. And okay. He, like he was, he said like he agreed on coming. I paid his flight and stuff, and like he stayed with us in the hotel. But I didn't give him any like real salary. If yeah. You want. I tried to pay his food and whatnot. Right. 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 And, and he wanted to do it for the experience because he came. That's from how you do the, it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. The collective, uh, collective experience or something okay. that they do, you know, with uh, yeah, Derek yep. Drake. Yeah, Derek Drake. Yeah, and yeah, and introduced uh, Brendan to me, and he's uh, 
he's a good guy, and like this this winter he's gonna be with us uh, all all winter, and he's gonna actually get paid. Oh, good. Yeah, see, that's awesome. And he's from Manitoba, so you know he's good. I mean, it's the best place. Yeah, you know, you know he's a good guy. It's the best province <laughs> in all Canada. We we know this for sure. It yeah, is the, yeah. uh, the the sunniest and the most hilliest and uh, everything oh, else. Yeah, yeah. Views forever. <laughs> views forever in Manitoba. <laughs> uh, um, well, that's 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 good to know. Good. I, I like to hear that. So, uh, Julian Perrier on the uh, on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Number One Thirty Six. What's the best part of being a team owner uh, in Supercross and, and, and Motocross up there? What's the best part for you, Julian? Uh, I like to travel. I like to travel a lot. And being in a different city every weekend on a normal, you know, non-COVID year, yeah. being able to take a little bit of time to go to some beaches, see some, like, let's say Grand Canyon and stuff like that. I just think the travel all around is mm -hmm. cool. And when the lights pop that night and then you have like 50,000 people out there and you just, I think the feeling of that is just amazing. Like, I just like the show. Right. It's, uh, it's fun. The athletes are cool. Um, I like to do mental stuff with them and make sure they're they're right mentally and I, you know it, it's a mix of everything. It's just I think it's just like a passion, right? Of of everything, you know, travel, racing, adrenaline, and, yeah, uh, super high emotion and super like lows, and then you go high <laughs> again, and then you're like, oh man, is this is is this is amazing? Yeah, I would do this forever, and then the next day you're like, fuck that, I'm going home. Fuck yeah. that shit. It's over. <laughs> well, my next question was, what's the worst about this? And I'm guessing, yeah, the the highs and the lows, right? Like, I, it, it's, the lows yeah. are low. Yeah, you know, sometimes like I've, I'm not afraid to say it. I've had some major lows, like with funding. Yep. Uh, truck breaking down. Mm -hmm. Bikes not showing up on time. Uh, parts not showing up for a weekend. Uh, bad results like sponsors they pay for bonuses they pay for mains and you're like not doing a main in four races and you're like credit cards maxed out <laughs> yeah yeah it is maxed out there's not like i don't know how we're gonna make it to, to the next round but you just have to sh you know shove it and deal with it internally because you can't really spread that out to everyone no yeah uh, no nope, because it gets a bad vibe and i've, I've learned my lesson for, from that because i had some some rough moments and i was like it showed around and like guys were like, dude, the, the vibe is not that good. I'm like, yeah, right. Well, fit in my shoes. You'll feel the fire. I <laughs> know, <laughs> but they have a point and you have a point. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 But uh, it's to feel like the, the lows you have to, you know, deal with them internally and inside and show everyone everything's fine. But mm -hmm. yeah, when it goes that, I mean, it, it comes home with you and then there's much more stuff that people think that get involved. And then you're like, okay, right. Let's sit down and breathe a little bit and see what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, one time I worked for I worked for Larry Brooks one time at Chaparral Yamaha, and he was just like, "I love it. I love the roller coaster. I love it." And I'm like, "You do? <laughs> I hate that part. Like, I, you know, like I literally that's the worst part of his job is like, you know, if your bike breaks or your rider gets oh, hurt, yeah. you feel like you feel, just feel like shit. And, you know, I just hate that part of his job. And he, yeah. Brooks was telling me how much he loves the roller coaster." It's more like a cocaine addict or something. <laughs> oh, shit, it's amazing. And after that, oh, I need that. Oh, I know, that. right? I, it, <laughs> I agree 100%. So, yeah, it's it's awesome, though. I mean, the sport needs guys like you, and, and, and it's awesome to see what you've been doing for this many years and, and, and giving guys the opportunity to go racing. You know what I mean? So um, do you have a gear? Is just one coming back? Uh, do you have a gear deal next year? Are you telling the guys they can do their own? What's the status of that? 
Uh, we always do a team deal. Um, that's the, the, the way I can do it. I have to do like everything under the same roof. Um, I am talking to just one right now. We're <laughs> finalizing 2020, uh, cause we had stuff going on for the outdoors in Canada and the supercross in Canada. So we're getting everything sorted out. We are talking for 2021, but nothing is done. Yep, nothing's done. Yep. Since there's no schedule, we don't know. I've been contacted and talking to different gear brands and stuff mm -hmm. i mean i would like to stay with just one but we need to think business yeah absolutely. you know and yeah. Like if i get you know more more money because you know a title sponsor is you can sell it for a decent amount yep and then if the bonuses are better for my riders I do not take any bonuses. I give it all to the riders. Right. So if my rider bonus is better and I get a little bit more funding, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll ride pretty much anything yeah. you know, at a yeah. certain point. Yep. But yeah, we're working for gear deal right now. And I think that's pretty much it. That's not, you know, yep. set. Everything else is this pretty much the same as last year. Everyone, uh, was pretty happy on, mm -hmm. on what uh, what happened. I have a couple of sponsors that, you know, said if if we do a little bit more, would you be able to give us a little bit more? I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, a problem. Yeah. What you get, what you guys want, and then they wanted this and that, and we made it happen. So well, that's perfect. Right. But uh, right now we're just waiting on gear deal and my team because uh, I do a team bonus uh, this year in 2021. Right. So it would be the first time in 10 years. Oh, nice, nice. Do you get bikes and parts from the U.S. <coughs> or from Canada or from both? How does that work? Uh, both. I get some from Canada and I get some from U.S. I need to get some from U.S. for the contingency and stuff. Uh, but I do bring on some bikes from Canada for the practice bikes and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you work through dealers on that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm currently uh, talking with a dealer near MTF. Okay. And we're going to make something happen for, for my U.S. bikes. And, yep. And, yeah, I, I buy a couple. That's fine. And I resell them at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the con the contingency stuff, they got to be U.S. models. just like uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a neat mm -hmm. little deal. So for for rider situation, you have two more spots, you said? Yeah. Depending on what Carnow does, I guess? Yeah. 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 But as of now, I, I would I would say I have two spots available. And you'll have will Cartwright Cartwright will be four fifty. Yeah, Cartwright so, and Clayson. Yeah, two four fifty guys, and then uh, everyone will split up between the two coasts. Yeah, two two. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool, man, to talk to you. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we did this. It's interesting to get a peek behind the curtain of team ownership at your level, you know, and why you do it, and and, and everything yeah. else. So. Uh, no, absolutely. It's a Canadian uh, thing, you know. We were we were a bit crazy at some point. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for you know Andre. Of course, uh, is gone now. Oh, the yeah, the, the Rockstar Yamaha team is folded up up there. And jeez, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's two or three rides that are that are gone. That people are they're going to need some spots, you know. And and yeah, we we yeah. can't we can't afford that up there in Canada. No, and it's a, it's a big team. Yeah, like just not not just the riders, like the mechanics. Like I I, I talked to Steve the Steve Sims. This, this week and I'm like wow I mean that that's kind of sad you know it's like I was more sad than surprised you know it's like I mean what are we gonna do it's like they'll be down to two semis maybe three yep no I know it's uh it's a really rough deal for sure uh and hopefully it's hopefully and and Montreal Supercross went back away damn it I love that place <laughs> I love that place but I mean that, they, they didn't help it the last year the way they did with the way they did it sorry 
Yeah, yeah, that's true, right? I yep. mean, okay, freestyle, I'm okay. Maybe a little bit of quads, but more dirt bikes and stuff. Yep, yeah. That would have been, you know, more hyped and stuff, but the cars and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I mean, mm, the track also, like you have such a big floor, you can do so much with it. And then you put on some cars out there that, you know, rips out gates and stuff. Yeah. And I, was, I wasn't even there. I was in Europe working. And I was watching it on my phone. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is going on? And Cade was texting me and Josh <laughs> and stuff. And they were like, man, this place sucks. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, well, just do whatever you can. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was, it was a rough uh, second time for sure. It was nice to see. I, some of the best memories I have of going there back in the day, you know, it was a great race for all those years. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, when we had 50,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't it's even crazy. there for those heydays. I, I went like in 2002 and 2001. I mean, it was still a packed crowd because JSR was yeah. still racing, but but it wasn't like yeah, the, yeah. like apparently in the 80s and 90s, it was just insane, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's, it was like a, a real big big supercross that you go like a one. Like, yeah, it was pretty much sold out, and it's a huge ass stadium. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah, for sure. So uh, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Thanks to Namira, Maxis, and Firepower, of course, for coming on board. And thank you, Julian. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the time. Good luck in the 2021 year. I'm sure I'll see you at the races when we figure out where exactly we're going. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for thanks for the time today, man. Thank you.